0: Hey, guess what? I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better, and we're going to talk about how you can write better. Yeah. Yeah? Sure. Yeah. Let's go. Here we go. We talked yesterday about being honest about where you're at and taking a look at how you're doing whatever you're doing and then the resulting frustration or expectation or pressure that you put on yourself for some reason to do all the things you're supposed to be doing at some kind of rate that you're supposed to be producing it. I I can't say for certain, I know where your pressure comes from. I, I can try, I can guess based on the content of a conversation with you, but it's not universal. It's not like everybody's trying to make their dad really happy by writing a book or that everybody is used to like having that feeling of needing to be the first people done in a, in a class so that they can leave early and go outside to play. Not everybody has that kind of expectation. Not everybody has that kind of feeling. I, I don't want them to either. I don't need it to be a universal thing so that it's a one size fits all piece of advice. There are one size fits all pieces of advice when you talk about scheduling, but they're very abstract and they're very broad and you've heard them all before. So instead today, I'm not going to tell you to write down your schedule every hour and then sit down and figure out where you can carve out a little bit of time to write. I'm not going to tell you that some of those times where you're sitting wishing you could be doing something different are actually really great times for you to be sitting down and writing. And I'm not going to tell you that putting All this pressure on yourself that writing has to be done in a certain way to a certain volume in a certain time in a certain place is is a bad idea because it's going to end up restricting you more than allowing you to succeed. I'm not telling you to do any of that today. Today, I want to talk about a different thing that I don't think gets covered enough when we talk about scheduling. I want to talk about biting off more than you can chew and setting unrealistic goals on purpose. I didn't always think that it was done on purpose. I, I have always assumed for a very long time that people's intentions are generally good, that everybody sets a goal because they think they can do it, and they set a goal because, gosh, it just seems really nice that they can do something to some degree. And then I got older, and then I got a little bit more world-weary, and then I got a little wiser. A lot of people, myself included, set big goals because there's a performative element to be seen setting that goal. You start telling everybody, hey, I'm going to do a thing. You're going to see this a lot in the next couple of weeks with New Year's uh, resolutions and stuff like that. Because announcement and performance, thanks to social media, have conditioned us to be eager for praise and validation. It starts off as well-intentioned encouragement. It starts off as excitement on behalf of someone else. It feels good to announce that I'm going to write a novel this year. I'm going to publish this year. Feels great. People give you lots of thumbs up and heart emojis and and little gifts and all different kinds of stuff. It's nice recognition of the announcement of your effort and I know a lot of people some of whom even listen to this podcast, do it all the damn time for every goddamn little thing. I'm going to buy a new thing. I'm going to go over here and do a thing. I'm going to change jobs. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do X or Y or I'm going to quit Z or whatever it might be. Up comes the big roar. Out goes all the praise and validation. Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. Now, some people do that and then take a step further and go, hey, hold me accountable. Check in. Putting the responsibility for your thing that you want to do now in somebody else's hands. That way, you don't have to worry about it so much. Because if they don't remind you, well, that's a failing on their part. That You ask them to keep you accountable. They don't do it. That kind of means in some way, shape, or form, you can forget about it too. Things get complicated when we start looking at the size of the goal. I'm going to lose 60 pounds this year. I'm going to publish a novel. I'm going to do whatever big giant thing it might be. The assumption we're dealing with here is that a big goal must be done in big steps because otherwise, why are you making such a big deal about it? And this is completely inaccurate thinking, but this is what happens. It's assumed that, you know, you've got such a huge goal. You must be doing tremendously giant things in order to do it. I'm going to write a book this year means what? You're going to write a a chapter a week and be done in three months, or you're going to write 10,000 words a day and be done in three weeks or whatever. It doesn't have to be like that. It shouldn't be like that. The fishing for validation and attention is tiresome, exhausting. The shuffling off of responsibility onto other people to hold you accountable and leaving their failure because they have lives and they get busy is repugnant. Your goal, whatever it might be, is better done in small steps. Now, those small steps are going to require discipline and patience from you. Because some of those small steps might not feel like you're doing a lot. But consistency is what matters. And the discipline to get your ass in the chair and do the thing matters. That's the most unspoken about part here. Everybody's just like, sit down and write. Go ahead, go write. And then here's how you write. Here are the characters. Here's the plot. Here's the this. Here's the that. When most of the time, people have no problem being creative. They can daydream and imagine made-up people doing made-up shit all the damn time. That's, That's not their problem. Their problem is convincing themselves that they're good enough to sit down and follow through, that their idea isn't stupid, that there's room at the table for their creativity to be sent out from them. They're looking for the validation that with practice and effort they can do this thing. Not that they need a pat on the head because they made up a very extra special nice boy who's going to do very extra nice special good boy things. They're, they're, not, they're not focusing in the right way. They're not focusing in the right place. And so their goals become these big giant ideals that require big giant steps. And of course that's not going to work that way. To put this in another way, let's say it takes three seconds to do one push-up. If you say you're going to do, I don't know, 3,000 push-ups this year, in theory, you could do them all in, what, an hour or so? Let's see, 3,000 divided by 60 is 50. So in theory, if you just keep doing push-ups, you'll knock the whole thing out, right? But that doesn't account for how tired you'll be. That doesn't account for the burn in your chest or your shoulders. That doesn't account for fatigue. It doesn't account for a number of factors, right? So if, if we're applying that same thinking to goal setting, who's the big giant goal for? Is it the sense of accomplishment that, yeah, I did a thing? If that's the case, why do you care how quickly it took? Why does it matter how fast it goes? If it's for them, whomever they are, sure, I guess that matters. I guess that counts. I guess all those push-ups you want to do, you want to be able to say you did them quickly, I guess so that other people can make a response, so that other people will go, wow, you're so good, you did that thing, whatever it is, really fast, you must be good at it. Why does it have to be fast? Why do you have to set a big goal? If you want to get better at something, if you want to get better at anything, the the point is to do more of it. Not more of it in big giant blocks, just more of it. If I want to get better at, you know, uh, dribbling a ball, I just need to dribble a ball. If I want to get better at juggling, I got to juggle. If I want to get better at baking bread, I got to sit down or stand up in my kitchen and make bread. The speed at which I do it does not necessarily connect to the skill with which I, I, I do it. Here's, here's a John example. I go to the gym three times a week. I would love to go four, but my, my body just, I just I'm just too tired. But in three hours a week, you know, I get a fair amount done. I burn a decent number of calories. I get my heart rate up. I, I do all the good worky, outy things. Going faster doesn't mean I'm going to do better. If anything, it means I'm going to hurt myself. Why would I want to rush? Who benefits from me going faster? I don't lift the weight any better. My muscle doesn't, you know, feel suddenly larger just because I sped up. Why do I care about the performance or the announcement of my goal? Why do I care about the rate at which I produce the labor to reach my goal? Isn't the point of my goal, hey, I'm going to work on my fitness and keep my heart beating so that I don't drop dead? Doesn't that sort of require my goal to have regular investment of effort as opposed to a speed issue or a quantity in short periods of time issue? How are you addressing this goal of, hey, I'm going to be a writer. Hey, I'm going to write this book. Why are you framing it the way you're framing it? Have you ever sat down and written out your goal like as one sentence and then really stopped to question why you may or may not attach a quantity of time or a quality or a number of this or a ceiling or any kind of limitation like that? Have you ever really stopped to think about it? I strongly, strongly recommend that you do Because you might run into this strangeness of, I've set these big, giant goals, and I wonder why I never accomplished them. Here's why you're never accomplishing them. They're large, performative goals designed to get attention and seek validation. But you don't have the structure in place, the support in place to make it a goal that becomes manageable. It can be a big, giant goal. You can write a book in a year. But in order to do that, you need a few things that maybe you're not giving yourself. And one of them includes a chance to fail and a chance to struggle and a chance to be imperfect and a chance to deal with frustration and then a support system that encourages you and teaches you and helps you get better. It doesn't matter if you go fast. No one gives a shit about fast. If anything, we can argue that fast is intentionally bad or intentionally fast is intentionally bad. But that's an argument maybe for tomorrow. Maybe we'll cover that then. But the the point is you, you have to give yourself a chance to succeed. That doesn't mean rush. That doesn't mean hurry. That doesn't mean do it for somebody else's praise. That doesn't mean make sure somebody else holds you accountable and when they can't because they have their own shit, you get to slack off. You've got to Come at your goal in a way where you can make regular effort, where you can sit down and do the thing consistently, independent of your assumption of quality or fuck Take your time. No one gives a shit. Take your time. You don't have to hold yourself to some hyper-rigid standard in order to win approval from somebody else. You just need to be okay with it. And if you're about to tell me, John, I'm never okay with my work isn't perfect... Where did you get that installed in your head? And maybe it's time to let that go. Because nobody needs you to you know, have an aneurysm and blow a gasket because you've hyper-orchestrated that this sentence on this page has to relate to another sentence 10 pages from now. No one's going to notice that at that degree. They're just going to look at the story overall and go, this is engaging. This is not engaging. And if they say it's not engaging and you put in all this work, how are you going to feel Why are you making this harder on yourself? You're not helping yourself. The big issue here is got to help yourself. Organize these things. Set these things up. Give yourself a chance to approach your goal in a way that actually shows you care about accomplishing it more than you care about the reception of your effort. Give that some thought. I'll talk to you tomorrow.